and welcome into what some have called your favorite podcast. I'm not in your brain. I don't know if that's the case. Some say we're the only podcast. Those people don't listen to other podcasts. One thing's for certain, this is the only carpet chat on the internet. I'm your host for this one, FFG. Joining me, as is generally always the case, your typical host, the Canadian Jewish member of this podcast, it's your old pal, Shuk. Yep, that was almost entirely accurate, but we won't say which part wasn't. Two truths and a lie. But with us today, we have a special guest, don't we, FFG? Yeah, yeah, so we'll, we'll do a little bit more table setting here. Uh, someone called this waffling. Did that involve someone responding? This is more of a waffle soliloquy. Uh, we're mixing things up. It's the summer. It's the transfer season. Some would call this the off season, but we would call this the real season for football. We're doing our Carpet Chat Summer Series every week. We'll record on Mondays. God knows when we'll release these. We're going to bring a special guest from the AVP Discord, for the most part, onto our podcast. Give them a platform to talk about themselves, talk about their love of Arsenal, and you know, talk about their love of the Carpet Chat, if they are so willing to do so. We're going to be doing this. We're going to keep our regular Carpet Chats coming at the end of the week, so you know, front of the week, end of the week, etc. And hopefully get a good flow going in that way. Our first guest could only be our first guest. He is the man of the hour, of, of every hour, truly, this summer. He is the AVP Discord's number one ITK for this season. He's no at-Arsenal attorney, but yeah, these things come and go in cycles. It's Fox. Fox, welcome aboard. You're... What's going on, boys? Well, it's nice to finally, you know, meet a real person in, in real life on the discord in a podcast um just like tell us like who the hell are you man like what 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 make we'll get into the good questions but just to start like what uh what made you come to the arsenal vision discord and 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 spend your precious limited time talking with us about a team far away how do you know it's far away you tell me no, I um I've been following the Arsenal since it's, I guess it's been ten years now. Uh, I grew up playing soccer, uh, and we had some close family friends that were really into the game. Uh, our neighbor was from Greece, and so he would show the Greece games and like the Euros, and so I grew up watching that kind of stuff. And eventually, I found the Arsenal, which was. 10 years ago and uh i've been following them ever since pretty heavily uh right on and then and then how did you find your way into this community and and what makes you stick around with these freaks including myself and sometimes ffg yeah so i was mostly interacting with people on reddit and i actually at the time i wasn't listening to very many arsenal podcasts at all and i think it was Last summer, I, I got really excited for this upcoming season. I had had a kid and, and a bunch of life stuff that kept me from watching as much as I wanted to. But as the kid grew up and I was getting more sleep, there was more time to to dig into this stuff. So I started listening to podcasts again, and um, I, I started listening to Ars Blog and uh, found AVP. And it was interesting because I think Elliot sounds like... Um, Oh, fuck, now I can't remember the guy's name. But he's from uh, Fox Sports. Uh, 
Elliot sounds like one of the guys from over there. And so it kind of like hooked me in and then the analysis and, you know, I wanted to consume as much as possible, especially with how good we were doing. So that's how I found the, the Patreon and signed up there and popped into discord. Uh, you know, I've been in other discords before, like for crypto and, and other stuff. And, you know, there's always a good camaraderie and, and joking around and just kind of being able to shoot the shit. So it was kind of just jumping right in feet first and, uh, it was like, I think I joined on the 15th of January into the Discord. So it was like literally right in the middle of things, right before Shadi uh, shut down the transfers. That's very detailed. I, I wish I knew the date I joined. I kind of threw that out of my memory. Um, yeah, let's take it, take it all the way, FFG. Let's just dive right in. Yeah, so Fox, you were a January signing, um, perhaps the number one January signing of the AVP Discord this past season. Uh, but I think most would argue you didn't really come fully into your own as a poster until this summer. Uh, we're, of course, talking about your your latest, your perhaps most prominent act in the life of Fox, your role as an ITK for the AVP Discord. Now, you know, we're not uh, investigative reporters here. We're not journalists. We're not actually even podcasters. We are strictly posters, just posting in a verbal sense. So we're not going to drill you too hard on this. But, Fox, I'm, I'm sure you don't want to explain how you became an ITK. So maybe would you like to explain why you became an ITK? What, what would motivate you to seek out this information and disseminate it upon uh, unwilling and unsuspecting Discord posters? Yeah, so how it, it kind of happened not on purpose so you know you hang out hang out in the barbershop long enough you get a haircut you know so you hang out in the right circles online and you start to meet people and you chat with them you get to know them and some of them have information right and what happens a lot is that people don't have the full picture right they have a friend that works as a janitor at colney or their buddy knows a guy who works for an agent, right? And so these people have snippets of information that don't have the full picture or don't fully make sense because they're not contextualized. So what ends up happening is that these people talk to one another and they try to put the information that they have, the little slice, um, up against the wall and get information from other people who have little slices and see what happens and see what they can verify uh, and hopefully have a better idea of what's happening behind the scenes. I'm cross-referencing a list of janitors at Colney right now, but I'm sure those are red herrings. I mean, that's what you would do, right, Fox? Like, that's not actual truth what you said, right? Not the janitor part, but, you know, people have friends who are lawyers, somebody's friends with this guy's agent, the soccer football world is small. There's only so many people who work in this industry, right? And there's a lot of um, intermediary parties, right? Because it's against the rules, for for example, for Mikel Arteta to talk to Declan Rice and to tell him how he's going to fit into the team. It may or may not be illegal, and that may or may not have happened. And he may or may not have described Declan Rice as a lighthouse in said meeting. But... A lot of these intermediary type exchanges are through third parties, right? And those third parties generally don't have any responsibility to be silent. Uh, and that's how a lot of this information comes out. 
inside information here on the carpet chat. I will be getting Lighthouse on the back of my number 41 shirt this coming season. I think that's a sure thing now. Now, Fox, it seems like you're kind of describing yourself then as almost a synthesizer of information. You're, you're taking incomplete parts and putting them together to make the whole. Would, would you say maybe that's more the case? A broker of sorts? Yeah, I get a bunch of different information. Some of it makes sense by itself. Some of it doesn't. And that's why a lot of the times the updates are conflicting, right? Because one person is getting information from the guy's agent. The other guy's getting information from somebody inside the club. And those are two different perspectives, right? And so it might be one guy's saying he's going to resign. Other guy's saying he's definitely leaving. Right. And the club is saying he's going to resign and the agent saying he's leaving because that's the information they want to get out to get a better contract. Yeah, there's false flags everywhere. So you have to kind of uh, filter out through. And it sounds like you actually have multiple sources. Am I hearing that correct? Maybe. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of different people that I talk to. And for anyone out there maybe questioning Fox's validity, his skills as a, a parser of information, a filter of information. Fox, you know, uh, we don't want to stick on the ITK thing for all that long, for too long. It is the transfer season. It is the most exciting time of year. We do have three players, only one of whom's actually announced, coming to the Arsenal. Uh, Declan Rice is the guy we've touched on already. Is that who you'd like to talk about? Or is there anyone of these three, Timber, Havertz, Rice, who you're most excited for, who you'd like to share your vision for in an Arsenal shirt? Uh, You know... Is Edu the best director of football in the world? I think that's my hot take. Because the work that he's doing right now is second to none. I think we saw some pretty glaring holes in the squad last year with Partey's penchant for partying and non-consensual, what may or may not be allegedly non-consensual encounters. And his general lack of availability. And so you're going to replace this guy who barely shows up to work on time with somebody who's always there, who's always going to show up, and is always going to give 100%, which is, you know, those there's like... It's like hiring fucking Cal Ripken. It's a no-brainer. This guy's going to be there all the time no matter what. He's going to play a thousand games in a row. This You can't go wrong. I don't give a fuck how much it costs. Um... And then you have Havertz's, like, when I look at Xhaka from last year, once I looked hard, it's like his defensive contribution is way over-indexed. And then his first touch, oh my god, it's like throwing the ball at my kid, and you have no fucking idea where it's going, right? Your kid does not have tremendous ball skills? No, his techers is in the mud. So... If you, like I said, if you go back and watch Havertz at Leverkusen, right, you see an advanced eight who can play one twos, who can crash the box, who's like a better, more polished version of Emil Smith Rowe, right, who can shoot from everywhere. That's what we need in that position. So I think these guys are going to slot right in. Uh, Tim Burt's going to be interesting to see. Uh, honestly, I think one of the one of the things that I've heard in a lot of the discourse over the past couple months is um, we need a Zinchenko replacement or backup. Or we need a backup for this guy or a backup for that guy. And, like, one thing that um, 
Tom from the Gooner Talk says a lot is like, we don't need fucking replacements. We need competition. We need guys who are going to come in and fight for a first 11 spot. So I, I, I believe in that. And number two is that we don't need a like for like. We need to be able to adjust how we play based on who's there, right? So that's the biggest thing with Zinchenko and, and, and via Timber is like, and, and what we saw at the end of the year there's like yesterday's formation is not today's formation, right? So the, the way that we set up next year is going to be totally different, and we don't know how that's going to look. Wait, like you don't want Tierney playing in center mid? Absolutely fucking not. Okay, okay. So that's a pretty pretty good um, analysis there. I personally think Jaka might still stay. I, I I feel like maybe maybe you can ask one of your barbershop employees maybe there's a chance it's like an april fool's joke he'll come back because like the leverkusen announcement was a false flag yeah he's my guy in some circles because if you change a lot of Jaka's game he's not so bad like you said like if you improve his first touch and you improve his defensive contributions and you inject a little fifa pace in there we got a player to work with don't you think yeah, I mean, if you created a totally different player and named him Granite Jaka, then sure, he would fit right in. And that player could be Kai Averts. But as this pod's number one Granite Jaka defender, I will not stand for this pseudo slander of the captain leader legend. Uh, even if we have replaced him with a new captain leader and legend in Declan Rice. Um, it's interesting. I don't think the folks who tune into this pod really tune in to hear us discuss tactics. But I do think they tune in to hear us compare players, to rank players, and to tier players. So, Fox, this is something that I wouldn't spring on most guests, but something I know you've got a heads up on because this is your idea originally. What fast food restaurant is Granite Jaka? And therefore, in replacement, what fast food restaurants are Declan Rice and Kai Havertz? Can you use that type of an analogy to explain what's going on here for our food tier fans at home? Oof, man. I think Granite Jaka's Panera Bread. That's what comes to mind. It's really mid. But if you've never had it before, and you go with the right person and they know what to order, they can make it look really good. And that's what Mikhail Arteta has done with Granite Jaka over over the last year. You know, he's he's made a really mid option look really enticing if you don't look too closely. And to be fair, there has to be some substance there, right? Because he couldn't do that with Nuno. He couldn't do that with uh, Tavash, even though that's the same player. He couldn't really do that with Danny Ceballos. He couldn't do that with Pepe. He couldn't do that with uh, Willock. Maybe we needed to sell Willock. Maybe that's a different argument. But you need a little bit of... He needs to have a little bit of something there to, to spice up. Would you well, agree? It's, it's Panera bread. It's not, it's not Long John Silver's, you know? Yeah, we like they have bread. They make good bread, right? But like when the soups come from a frozen block, there's only so much you can do with them. And then in comparison, again, if we're filling the on pitch role with Kai Havertz, the off pitch leadership with Declan Rice, what are we thinking there? A little, uh, uh, I don't know, a little sweet tomatoes. They went out of business. So I'm not sure who's the comp here for Panera Bread upgrade. You know, it's 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 tough. You got to get somebody who's gonna come in hard and crash the box and have a good one too <sighs> that has a lot of upside but is a consistent performer you know it sounds it sounds kind of like a Wendy's to me you know you go for the freshly cut square patties 
but then they can come in hard with the spicy nuggets and and the frosty there at the end tremendous and i don't understand why wendy's patties are square and they scare me just like a lot of posters don't understand kai havertz game and how he was misused at chelsea and it scares him so i'm on opposite sides of the kai havertz wendy's debate i I do see how they are uh, one in the same in some ways yeah as, as it pertains to to declan rice i think declan rice is whatever the fast food is that you personally could eat every day because he's going to be there every day for you. Well, no I'm going to jump in here, Fox. I think we're, you know, this is in some ways a, a North American-centric pod. You know, Shuk is, of course, not American. He is Canadian. He is banned from the United States of America. Um, I'm American. Fox, we will now, we're, we're an anti-doxing podcast, but I'll, I'll gather from your accent that you're not quite from the streets of Islington. I watch a lot of TikTok, and I know from my TikTok algorithm, in which I watch a lot of English people eating fast food, Declan Rice is the chippy. Declan Rice is your your chips with your your battered sausage and your mushy peas and your gravy and puddings that are pies, but also puddings that are puddings, both on the side at the same time. This man, he's all English, and I don't care that his name's Declan and that he has three caps for Ireland. He is the all English all English hero, the all English chippy. Just to clarify, is this a fry-up? Like, is this the big English breakfast, or are we talking dinner? No, this is a dinner-type thing. This is, okay, this is the fish and chip shop. The I'm not always in the mood for sausage in the morning. I'm always in the mood for sausage. But, yeah, Declan Rice, the Irish, the Irish man, is your quintessential English fish and chip shop. You can eat there every day. They have lots of options. They're always open. They're not even closed on bank holidays. It, they're very reliable. The quality is consistent. You know what you're getting. It's perfect for the autistic and all of this. But Nomics, oh, I wasn't supposed to name drop, thinks there might be a best before date, maybe an expiry date on this meal. Maybe he doesn't want to eat the meal in a few years from now. Is that, is, do you share Nomics's paranoia on, 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 on the aging meal? Or do you think the meal will age like fine wine, maybe a little bit of aged cheddar there? Um, which way do you think that'll play out? You know, quite like Declan Rice, the chippy suffers from an appearance issue, right? It's not the most beautiful food. And when you have a man who runs like a gazelle but is six foot some odd inches tall, it's not always the most appealing look, right? That doesn't mean that he's not going to be beautiful to taste several years down the line, right? It's an appearance thing. And we all get over appearances. You know, we, we marry people, they get fat, they grow. You know, that's part of life. Natural process. And I would just like to clarify before any of our sponsors call in uh, an earlier Fox comment. We did once all take the Rads R uh, examination in the AVP Discord. So uh, we're, we're not flippantly making remarks. But also a tremendous amount of, of chippy knowledge there, Fox. Maybe I wrote you off as not being an Islington boy, uh, not being a real Londoner. Uh, maybe we don't know the accent. It, it could be a case of me not knowing ball here. So uh, this man knows chippies. I have a lot of tricks up my sleeve, my friend. What would Havertz be then? Would he be... Oh, gosh, right? Wendy's, Chuk. We're on this. You got you to gotta listen to the pod while we're recording it. Havertz is Wendy's. He's a square cut patty. Declan Rice is a chippy. And I guess we can round this, though, off, though, Fox, if you'd like to get in. 
Durian Timber, perhaps the player least understood uh, by those of us on this podcast. Again, Nomics claims to understand Durian Timber. Uh, do you have a fast food comp for Julian. him? Julian. Sorry, I just want to clarify. It's Julian Timber. It is not. Okay. Julian Timber. So I don't know if it's a, fa- it, it, it's a, it's a concept, not a chain, right? But the falafel bar. And it's, it's only fitting, seeing that he's from the Netherlands. But if you've ever been to a falafel bar, it, it's a choose-your-own-adventure, right? And, and that's what Jerry Chimber is, is. He's a choose-your-own-adventure player. Now, I don't so, believe falafel is, is Dutch. No, we have it here. We definitely do have it here. It's a chickpea, Middle Eastern, Lebanese, Israeli. You can go either way. But lots of uh, parts of that world eat this falafel. Just wondering, maybe you can he can transform to hummus. Is that what you're saying? He's he could be hummus. So if you have ever been on the continent, you would know that falafel. There's a big falafel culture in Amsterdam, particularly, but throughout the Netherlands. Tremendous, tremendous. So the Dutch falafel, a descendant of the Lebanese falafel, perhaps. And uh, the, the variety of options, the versatility of the chickpea or the garbanzo bean, as some call it. Uh, that's what we're seeing in Jerry and Timber? That's what you're getting at here, Fox? Yeah, imagine a place where they, you have a pita, they put some falafel in it, you smush it down, and then there's a bar with dozens of options of toppings, right? You, you make whatever you want there. And this is the type of player that we have. He can play right center back. He can play right back in a three. He can play right back in a four. He can invert into midfield. He can play midfield. He can do anything. He can play left. He can play right. This guy is a he's a Rorschach test of a footballer. They said that about Tamiyasu, though, and he was brittle. Well, you know, I can't account for his studs missing the grass and blowing out his knee in the sporting game while Saliba's back simultaneously imploded. Oh, you can't account for everything, but FFG has a few more things on his mind. Yeah, no, we are, uh, we're really hitting the stride on this one. We've got all of our fast food comparisons, which was our number one goal of this podcast. Uh, Fox, do you want to talk any other upcoming transfers? I know you don't want to divulge too much information. Do you have any Let's start with the less hype one. You know, we'll let you think and build towards what the people really want to hear about. Do you have any incoming links? What do you think about outgoings, Fox? Who do you want to see get out that door? And uh, who would you drive to the airport yourself? The answer is yes. <laughs> there's there's a long list of players that need driven to the airport. Me personally, I think what I saw in this past season with Party was embarrassing. I don't know how this guy managed to miss all of the big games and show up for all of the shit ones. But what I saw in the interview, I think it was right before the Man City game when Party was officially out. I've never seen Mikel Arteta demonstrate his anger towards a situation publicly. He's always very calm, collected, you know, and he was livid in that press conference talking about how we didn't know that he was going to be out until the last minute. And so I think this is the ruthless part of the Mikel squad building, right? And, um, you know, if if this was a regular podcast and, you know, we had a clickbait headline like would normally happen, mine would be Ruthless Arteta Tastes Blood. Because he's out for fucking blood. 
and there's going to be a lot of bloodshed in this next two months before the window closes. Now, is there... I mean, we would all drive number five to the airport. I would drive, even though I'm not allowed to drive. Um, FFG would drive. Fox would drive. I am allowed to drive. FFG would bike. Nomics would bike. Um, is there any hope you have, Fox, for our Scottish friend to stay? Do you, do you think he's 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 got to go? We don't take like like that kind of food around here. Like, what what are you saying? So the information on this seems to change pretty regularly uh, from what I've heard we're still in talks with Newcastle I think they're trying to drive the price down uh, I've also heard that Arteta and KT have met and that he has a different role for him which circles back to the let's not make him be Zinchenko but let's have him do the shit that he's actually good at which is bombing down the line and spamming crosses and actually defending which sidebar Zinchenko's defense is woefully underrated so I think there's a pretty good chance that he stays particularly if we don't get the money that we want I think the club I think he has three years left on his deal I think he has a deal to 2026 uh, which means that we don't need to be in a rush to sell him uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around if uh, Newcastle are un- unwilling to match the, uh, I think it's like 35, 35 million that we want for him. For those of us, of you still with us, the Carpet Chat sponsors have given us a 30-minute uh, budget of yeah. runway. So we have a few more minutes left. Uh, so Fox, FFG. I mean, we got to end on the question everyone wants here. We got a couple more in the chamber before the sponsors cut us off, of course. Uh, Fox, I think I gave you enough time to vamp for this one that hopefully you're comfortable sharing what you're comfortable sharing now. You got an incoming for us? You got any any news you'd like to break? A, a Carpet Chat exclusive? Fox Bomba? Yeah, there was a, a set of meetings this weekend. So Mendez was in the building this weekend. Uh, I didn't get the exact player that he's trying to pitch, but my um, guess is that oh. it's uh, Gonzalo Ramos from from Portugal. So I think that that might be something links that you hear heating up. Um, I also heard that we met with Sambi's representatives regarding his outgoing transfer. Um, there was a rumor that he left the training facility during training a couple days ago, and so his uh, quote unquote. A sore muscle is him getting left behind because he's not welcome anymore. And the latest one, and the biggest one, was about a certain French international who may or may not have eclipsed Olivier Giroud and Thierry Henry as the face of the French national team. But I'm still waiting on the final update. So I, I heard that we met we met with them this weekend from two different sources. Um, one said that there's no way it's happening monetarily, and the other one hasn't gotten back with the results of the of the meeting. So we'll see. Tremendous. So this was actually a carpet chat exclusive before it was a fox bomb. But you may check our our title from a few weeks ago. Um, but Josh Kroenke, we know you listen. It's time to steal. It's time to steal your dad's checkbook. It's time to steal Stan's checkbook. We need to make this happen. We need a, a certain Frenchman to the carpet and on the carpet chat. 
Oh, I think the NSA, like something's going on with the pod. It's deleting itself. Oh, I don't we might they... be in trouble. We do have one final question, I think, before the sponsors shut us down here. Fox, yeah, yeah. before we let you go, uh, you've obviously been a member of this AVP Discord for a while. We've got quite the cast of characters, and you've got quite a roster to choose from, being the first on, guest of our F- Summit F- series. F- oh, F-O-G. please go ahead, Fox. Let me, let me, um, I didn't want to vamp and, uh, and cut you off, but I, I, I'm not even joking. I just got this message while we're on the call. So, uh, as, as it pertains to a particular Frenchman, it's not completely dead in the water. Very bleak, but don't close the folder yet. Mbappe wants to play in the Premier League and contest against Holland. The meeting was positive and there were some good discussions. The only issue is the wage. And that's something Arsenal would not like to break, which is what they expressed to his representatives. Uh, they, his representatives are invested in Arsenal's project, but don't know exactly how he would feel. But as his mouthpiece, they believe he would be interested. He has a plan for his career. He wants to join a Premier League club next, and then his boyhood dream club after that. Uh, then end his career with a big paycheck in either the States, Saudi, or China. This isn't done yet. He will be at a new club this window if he does not sign the contract, which is looking highly likely. Well, you heard it here first, folks. I, I don't even know what to say to that. FFG, I'm speechless. Tremendous breaking news. Mbappe to the Arsenal, perhaps on. Killing Mbappe, uh, 350000 a week as Arsenal's starting left winger and another 850000 per week as the chief brand officer of Walmart. I mean, these ideas, they write themselves, Stan. There's creative accounting here. You don't have to break the wage structure. We need to make it happen. Um, I, I think we cannot dwell on this one again, or else we will literally be shut down, if not by the NSA, then by Kylian Mbappe's agent themselves. So, Fox, I think we'd just like to give you the platform to highlight who you would like to see join us from the AVP Discord on maybe not our next, but on an upcoming Carpet Chat Summer Series. I think it's got to be Shoddy, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, there's, there's only one, and uh, he's one of a kind. <laughs> All right, we're worried about NSA violations for, for breaking Mbappe news on the pod, but then we'll have to worry about FCC violations for the things Shoddy might very well say on this podcast. Car- Carpachan's lawyers have tried to, or and agents have tried to reach out for Shoddy for comment to see if he'd be willing to, or interested. Shoddy has responded, he doesn't come on trash. So we're, we have quite a little bit of work to do to, 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 to get him on, but we'll, we'll do our best. So, you guys can make it happen. You guys have the pull. You know, it, it's a different knock. We've now got the exclusives. We've got the reporting. We've got the ITKs. I think the next thing is is clear. Killing Mbappe to the Arsenal. Shoddy Smoke to the Carpet Chat Summer Series. Uh, I'd like to thank Fox for joining us on this one for our first guest on the Carpet Chat Summer Series. I'd like to thank Shook for being here with us. Nomics will be back in our next episode, of course, where we'll, we, we will react to Declan Rice maybe being unveiled Urian Timber, but far more importantly, we will react to the news that we broke ourselves, killing Mbappe to the Arsenal. Not dead yet. Uh, this is the part where I think Shuk would probably do a rant and maybe get cut off in the end, uh, but I'm just going to vamp for time instead and wait for him to press the end button. Uh, it's not easy. Let me tell you, the, the work Shuk does on this pod is not always appreciated, <laughs> but this I... type of work, it's we're still recording here, Shuk. You need to end this, All right? The, the production work maybe isn't easy either, 